Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYOLP freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anyone freaking wants to know. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Moss Man Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Ferguson, bringing up the rear, we have Doug the Frog freaking Jordan, Slug Jordan himself. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking Freaking panels, start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke, and I find myself in a very comfortable position. Covered in mud of my own making and laying on my side. A gentle kneading all over my body. A, a feeling I have not felt before. And I go to inspect my chest, my belly, and my undercarriage. And I find that I have a, a bunch of animals attaching themselves to me, kneading me, suckling upon me. And then I notice the animals are pigs. What is this? Why are there pigs attached to me? I don't understand what is happening. And then I realize I am their mother. The great sow, marvelous, masterful giant mother pig. And I am nursing my babies. And as they need me, I feel I am wanted. I am loved. And I am giving myself unto them. But then the suckling becomes more intense, more violent. They're biting me and gnawing at my chest and my nipples. And I see out of the corner of their mouth not just white milk, but also red blood. The blood of thy mother. I say, stop, get off of me. Try to swat them away, but they keep attaching, suckling at them. I grab one and I Hurl it off, and as it rushes back, I notice his face. Solomon, the bum. I throw another one off. Love Cochran. Returns, nipples. And then I begin to notice. All of the piglets are little bums. And they are not gorging on milk. They are gorging on me. I let out a great cry. As they begin to gustate upon my innards. And then I wake up. Ah. 
and get that off my chest, top of the hour. That's, uh, uh, that's, that is freaking disturbing and, uh, and disgusting. Yeah. So when you say the pig, the piglets were bums, what, what do you, like they had little, like they were still pigs, but they had little sticks with stuff tied around the end of it over their shoulder? Or? I was imagining piglets, but with the faces of bums, yeah, human bums. That's basically it. They had little bum faces. When I turned them over, and it wasn't until I started turning them over when they were biting at my nipples that they I didn't noticed have any props. Did, oh, sorry. What? They have any props? Yeah, like a stick, you know, with the stuff tied in it, or maybe it, some sort of a, a torn suit. No, or what? Like a tin cup for begging for the freaking shekels, Doug Jordan? Like a character from freaking Dickens? No. Yeah, that's what I was imagining a character from Dickens, yeah. I was imagining them, at the very least, street and covered in which I guess you could consider a prop, but maybe that's more of a well makeup, makeup thing. Yeah, I did say I was covered in mess of mine own making, which exo facto, movie distracto. What? I don't know. I heard it once. Now, this was a visit, a planned visit, unlike most visits, because I have been meeting with the great spiritual leader, Mr. Mogadusu, and Mogadusu has been guiding me and my visits into some very dark places. But he said, Taylor, you have been very focused on giving. But something that I have noticed is those that you give to just take. They take, they take, they take. And maybe instead of focusing on giving, it's time for you to start taking. And I said, taking what, Mogadizu? And he said, Axon. And I looked around. I thought it was calling Axon like a director would on a film set. But no, he meant it's time for me to take Axon. Stop giving myself to everyone. He says, I've given too much. Time for giving is over. Time for taking has begun. So with that being said, no longer will I be asking the panel, Sandy Fargus, Doug the Sparkman Jordan, what they have given. But I will begin in to ask what you have taken. So, with that being said, Doug Jordan, what have you taken? And not borrowed. I mean forcefully taken. Well, I think I just took a new nickname when he called me the the Spark the Spark Man. Doug the the Spark Man Jordan. That would be given. I will have given that to you. And that was a yep. mistake. That's Sandy's nickname, the Sark Man Fargus. I, the Sandy the Fark Sandy the Sandman Fargus is what I meant to say. Okay. Well, uh I took a took a nap earlier today. And Sandy? Um Jesus, I freaking, I took a freaking shit. Uh, 
earlier today. I took a well. I, what I actually was doing was I was take, going to the freaking bathroom and I was playing with myself at the same time. Um, is that? It's funny. Is one, well, why, hold on. Um, yeah. I, you you have to understand the great freaking relief that I felt when you said you were no longer going to ask us what you have freaking given uh, this week. Because uh, no, not did I uh, ever how to freaking answer that freaking query. And when you mentioned that the query would no longer uh, be repeated, I felt, I, like I mentioned, I felt great freaking relief. I thought we could go back to you asking how freaking I am and how freaking drunk I am and um, blessing me and freaking blessing all of us. God bless us freaking everyone. And I'm blessing you now. God bless you. But now you're asking me what have I freaking taken. I feel like every single week I'm going to tell you the same freaking thing. I took a big freaking stinky freaking crap in the freaking toilet. Yeah. I I freaking play with myself as well. Again, I took a number one. I took a number one. I took a number two, and I took a number three while I was at it. Am I mad? Yeah. Well, I always thought it a bit odd that we say taking a crap because it should be giving a crap because it, we make a big mess and we give it to the Almighty, flush it down. The toilet of Kortha just stylized like a big Muppet's mouth. Anyhow, it's like taking a big crap into Grover. Saying, open wide, Grover. Here's dinner. But when I, you know, when you don't give a crap, it means you don't care. Hmm. Well, we will need to fine tune this. Well, what does it mean if I, if I give a crap? That means I do care. That means you gave a crap to back to freaking Mother Earth. You freaking sent you sent you made the freaking uh, the freaking brown, and you gave it to the freaking gave it into the toilet. You pushed it forth, uh, and you gave it back to freaking Mother Gaia. Yeah, sent and, it back and to the soil. So begin and so begin anew when you freaking give you that freaking that freaking soil into the freaking earth. Um, so groweth a, a brand new freaking tree. I imagine a tree would grow and then a young lamb would come and eat the stinky leaves of that tree, and then the lamb would make love to a another lamb and create a monstrous beast of a child that would grow large and lay waste onto other animals in the great kingdom of the Lord. And then the, then the farmer from down the road and his freaking boy, they come along and, and they have a, a, a large freaking blade and, and they freaking sacrifice the freaking lamb and, and, and sacrifice it to appease the good freaking Lord. And so sprout as a new, a brand new freaking tree. Um, as, as he freaking blesses, as he freaking blesses, our freaking fertile land with uh, the freaking ray of freaking sun from which uh, sprouted, uh, which freaking blasted from his freaking, the freaking butt cheek clouds. And God bless him for that. And so rains down the freaking cream, the cream be- and, the, and the rain and the rain is, is freaking cream. Um, and seed set to soil, ray to sunshine. God bless us, everyone. Now, Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you doing? How horny are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um, uh, thank you for the blessing. Uh, and um, I'm uh, pleased to be here. And uh, I would prefer not to talk about uh, how horny I am. Why do you sound so freaking nervous right now? What are you talking about? 
You, I mean, he said, oh, I'm freaking horny. What, what, um, he asked the freaking usual freaking questions, and he went, oh, oh geez. Uh, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not used to it at this point. I'm so used to being asked, what have I given this week? And now, now I feel like you're putting me on the spot. Well, how was your week? It's fine. It's an easy question to answer, hopefully. Yeah, truly. It's fine, you know, fine week. Did you uh, do anything you know, especially fun? Um, started, you know, building a slot car track in the basement, building a little town. You know, got my, you know, started to build my little house and I got some trees going on there and some shrubbery, general shrubbery. And, uh, thinking about building the restaurant, the Ortego, a little model size of the, of the Ortego where the cars could drive around it. And maybe I could rig something up to make it sound like they're honking the horns at the restaurant saying hi to me inside. Maybe I could make a little figure of me, maybe a little figure of, of all of us. When I think about it, you have Taylor in the, in the sink, but freaking naked. Sandy's at the freaking bar laying down, drank too much. And then I got freaking Tadia. Maybe I could build a little steeple on top of the restaurant. He's, he's ringing a little bell or something. And then like I would them. just be in the kitchen. That's beautiful, Doug Jordan. I would love to see it. Maybe after the show, we will all be invited over and we will be able to play that race car track game. Well, it's not really ready yet. And uh, it's not really a game. You know, I take them taking this very seriously, uh, putting a lot of time and effort into my models. And, and I'd rather not... Uh, have some sort of an accident happen to him, but when you, it's ready, I'll show you. What do you mean? What do you freaking mean by that? What could possibly go wrong? Well, it's not really. It's not. It's not to be played with. It's just to be admired. Huh. You know. Mm. Next thing you know, somebody's touching them, and maybe then they get you know, chocolate all over it, or something. Maybe urine. Yeah, urine. You see someone accidentally urinating on it, Sandy, if you know what I mean. I, I, is, that, is that something that you worry that you might freaking do to it? Or? No, it is not. So, geez, Louise, I am thinking that this is a great blessing. And perhaps the R-Week studio could be in it, and maybe somehow we can incorporate it into the show. Maybe we could have a big race to determine the fate of our lives. Who knows? Well, he just said that he's not, he's never going to freaking race the cars. Well, no, I mean, the cars will be on a track. They'll be on their track. But we're not allowed to race them. Yeah, that's what I'm confused no. about. If we're not allowed to play with the slot cars, why didn't you just build a model train or something? I suppose I could have done that. But, I mean, I already build model cars. So, you know, I figured I already have those. I might as well make a little place for them, a little town for them to live in. This sounds like a freaking excuse for you to freaking play God, Doug, and I don't freaking like it. I'm not, I'm not playing God. I'm just, I'm playing pretend, I guess. I could see Doug, like maybe getting mad at me. And then I go down there and I 
find myself maybe in a barn being mounted by some sort of large steed? Well, the the actual you or the fi- the figurine of you? The figurine of me, God willing. No, oh, I would never do that. I would never have a steed. I figure if figure. anything, you would be living out your fantasy and mounting the steed. In, no, your I would. Little, in your own little model world. That's not my fantasy. Modeled after your own image of yourself. Well, God bless you, and I can't wait to see it. Now, before we move on to Sandy Farkas, I do want to make mention. Tady and Michael Risher is not here. Gone he is, and I don't know what happened to him. I know that he has become very reckless in the last past month or so and it has been an effort to get back his great love the love of a blind woman and love is not blind because he was rejected by the blind woman and I don't know if he has been incarcerated or he has been incinerated Or perhaps the worst has happened, and in his great flagrancy, he has been spotted by Marvel Givens that Weakers and Tweakers will remember has an open and active case upon. And if that is the case, may heaven help him, and may the Lord have mercy on his soul. That's all I can say about him now. So, Sandy, the Sandman Vargas, how you doing? How you been? How long are you? God bless you, and how was your week? Um, first of all, uh, Regan, thank you for the Regan buzzing. Um, second of all, uh, Regan, he's the Regan Diggins. Um, third of all, Regan, really white, Regan drunk. Um, and how was, was uh, your week? Uh, my week was uh, well, geez, Louise. Uh, my week could be freaking categorized as freaking uh, tumultuous at freaking best. Um, uh, as Weakers and Tweakers may recall, last week, um, uh, unfortunately, freaking old man freaking Boozman has officially moved into an freaking assisted living facility, and the the freaking a great freaking purge has begun of his earthly freaking possessions as his um, as his freaking true seed um, freaking Linus and Keith begin to sell off uh, some of his um, belongings and uh, ultimately sell off his his freaking property. Uh, it has been a like I mentioned, freaking tumultuous. Uh, there are freaking there are freaking um, tears being shed as as the brothers uh, decide who gets what and what what can go to the freaking landfill and what can go to the uh, freaking goodwill uh, for freaking donation. Um, I have freaking shed a few freaking tears as I have found freaking valuables and freaking pilfered them, uh, freaking plundered them, and um, and freaking and and freaking purloined them. Uh, well, I freaking uh, store them in my freaking loins, I might add. Uh, it has been a freaking e- uh, interesting um, week dealing with that. Um, and with freaking Taylor's freaking suggestion, um, I did recently uh, meet with freaking Mr. Mogadusu, um, who suggested that he um, come with me uh, and Taylor to to uh, the residence of the former residence of old man freaking Boozman. Uh, he mentioned that maybe he could assist me in in finding what what I was really meant to find there. 
Um, and then I noticed he was doing quite a bit of rigging pilfering himself. Um, he managed to um, get away with a, um, some freaking uh, china, which he unfortunately freaking dropped and freaking shattered um, on his way out the freaking door. Uh, he found a couple of a pair of those freaking uh, metal freaking balls that you swirl around in your freaking hand uh, to try to meditate. Uh, he freaking put those down his freaking trousers. Um, he, he he made away with um, as soon as I, I found a, a drawer with some freaking very enticing freaking jewelry. I, he snatched it right up and he said, "This is not what you freaking seek." He said, "This is what you think you seek. This is what you believe you freaking seek." But this is something what you seek is actually uh, buried freaking uh, deeper in this freaking domicile, uh, and it has yet to freaking reveal itself to me. Yeah, and. It is important to continue the trust that you have in Mogadusu. Because Mr. Mogadusu, as he will explain to you, works in very mysterious ways. In ways that seem backwards. That seem the antithesis of what he should be doing. But in doing that, he is teaching, guiding, translating the message, the word of the wise bringing down the rays of sunshine from heaven above, harnessing that energy and filtering it in a way that we can possess. Because as he says, the energy that I have, I wish I could give to you, Taylor, but you have to be ready to receive it. You have to be ready to take it. Yeah. He he said the same thing to me while he was, Absolutely freaking stuffing his rucksack to the freaking brim with freaking goodies uh, that, that were in, um, old man Boozman's bedroom. Um, he said, he said, I don't expect you to understand what's happening in front of you. And I just stood there and watched him just, like I said, absolutely stuff his rucksack to the freaking brim. Um, with quite a few of old man Boozman's freaking undergarments as well, which was, which was, but again, I, I, my, 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 my listened to what his freaking words had to say. Uh, and I did not try to freaking understand uh, what I was seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Keith, uh, Keith and Linus freaking Boozman also did not appreciate Mr. Mogadizu being there. And um, they requested that I don't freaking bring him back. But I don't know how I'm going to be able to. I promised them. I said, don't worry, Mr. Mogadizu will not come anywhere near this freaking house again. But um, if I'm going to find the freaking secret that's buried within the freaking house um, that Mr. Mogadizu assures me is there, I don't, I don't see how I'm not going to freaking bring him freaking back because I don't know if I'd be able to freaking find it without him. Yeah, yeah, he is our Sherpa on this great quest of life. So, God bless him, and God bless us all. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discusses, but before we get to that, we have one quick segment for you now. Halloween is back. It's time to play dress up. Last year, your costume was a real mess up. You dressed up as yourself to save some of your income, but everyone thought you dressed up as a bum. It didn't help that you smelled like a dumpster after hiding in a trash can from a violent youngster. Later on in the evening, you removed your dress and shook your behind the way you do best. For this, the party goers threw you back in a trash can where you stayed until you were woke by a trash man. So if you found yourself the center of a noxious fume, please consult our week's 2023 Guide to Halloween Costumes. So, Jeez, Louise, down to my knees. Any questions at this time? Um, 
Did that drinking happen to you? Did, were you chased into a... Were you sleeping in the freaking dumpster and... Because you were hiding from freaking... Violent youngster? Yeah. And then you... Okay. That was my only question. So, geez louise, down to my knees. What we're going to do is kind of enliven the conversation about Halloween costumes. We're going to go through a couple of different Halloween costumes ideas that would be perfect for 2023. So, geez louise, down on my knees. I'll start first. I think a big hit this year would be Jonah Hill's surfboard. Now, everybody knows Jonah Hill from his hilarious freaking movies called a freaking... Everybody knows Jonah Hill. That's the important thing. And he got into some hot water because he made fun of his... He told his hot wife, his hot... Because he told his wife, because he had an ex-girlfriend, and he told her that she couldn't be... He was very controlling. That's the thing. But we also found out that she's a surfer and that Jonah Hill's big fat self is also a surfer. Now, I think that if... Jonah Hill climbed onto a surfboard, that surfboard would be under quite a bit of duress, so quite a bit of stress. Maybe it'd be bent in half. If it had a face, the face would be in agony. It would be maybe smushed and compressed or mangled from carrying the giant, great giant weight of Jonah Hill. So I think Jonah Hill's surfboard's going to be a big one this year. Doug Jordan, your ideas. Halloween costumes, 2023. I mean, are we sticking with pop culture references or is it open to? Well, I mean, a few ghouls and ghosts would be all right, but I think mostly pop culture references are what's going to float the whale, if you know what I mean. I'm still thinking about um, Jonah Hill. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you could, uh, I guess you could be Britney Spears' book. Or you could be Britney Spears with those knives. Cut that herself that's, up. That's she, another one. She's all bleeding and crazy. Well, you could be that, and you could put a box around yourself, and then you are, you're you the book. Yeah, but that just happened. I don't think that's going to be in the book. I don't think the knives thing is going to be in the book. No, but, I mean, it could be on the cover of the book. might be in the soft cover edition. Sandy Vargas Ideas, Halloween Costumes 2023. Um, obviously, I was just inspired by when you mentioned... Uh, a whale, uh, you could be freaking Brendan Fraser from the freaking whale. Uh, he plays a freaking 2000 pound, um, basically a freaking whale of a man. And I figure that could be pretty freaking funny. Absolutely freaking hilarious. You have to get a lot of pillows. This costume is going to require yeah. a lot of pillows. It's going to require a hilarious Walker and it's going to require a bunch of food, king size candy bars, Pizza boxes, sweat. sweat. You're gonna have to keep freaking reapplying freaking sweat to your freaking furrowed uh, freaking brow. Well, I don't even know if his brow gets all that freaking furrowed with all the extra freaking uh, tension. Flab. Yeah, the tension on his on his face. It's stretched. Now, I do think that you're gonna need a little fake vomit or real vomit because that movie there's a quite a bit of vomiting in it from Gus Zazen. Yeah. You can also, I mean, I'm, and I mean, I know that we're sort of trying to uh, stick with the freaking pop culture, freaking theme of it, but I figure, I mean, there's always a freaking classic, whether it be a freaking ghoul or a freaking ghost. I mean, th- these are some things that never go out of freaking style and, and can be freaking quite freaking spooky if done freaking right. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, I was thinking about going as Putin. 
Yeah. So you'd just wear a suit and a bald cap? Yeah. Bald cap, suit. You could do freaking Will Smith um, when he got freaking caught at the freaking Oscars with his freaking dangly Johnson sticking out of his trousers. See, I got in trouble for that before, though. Um, you could be uh, a bucket of popcorn with the, uh, well, the, whole, the hole cut out of the bottom of it. Absolutely freaking hilarious. And I would that's be the one, I would be the phallus popping f- forth from the popcorn. And I would be in a right. nude suit, a little hole on my top of my head, and maybe wire up some freaking a squirt machine. When I get excited, I start squirting. You know what I mean, Sandy Vargas? Yeah. You can also be freaking Albert Einstein uh, in the scene from freaking Oppenheimer where he gets caught with his freaking dangly Johnson sticking out of his trousers. And you could rig that up to his freaking squirting mechanism as well. Now, I actually didn't see the... Freaking Oppenheimer movie, but do they go over what happened to his hair? He did. I know that he was doing an experiment of some sort at one point in his life, and he gotta, touched something. Was got electrocuted? Yeah, it was electrocution. I'm pretty sure it was electrocution. I'm pretty sure it was freaking. He was doing. It. I mean, I don't know. I also didn't freaking see Oppenheimer, but um, I think the legend has it that he was working on an experiment, and uh, he got a freaking electrocuted, and over ten, I think it was ten million freaking volts of electricity, uh, freaking surged through his freaking body and blasted out his freaking freaking hair follicle. And as hard as he tried, he couldn't comb it out ever again. Because of the charge, Doug Jordan. Well, I think we got a good hold on that. If Weakers and Tweakers have any other ideas, go ahead and call 513-914-6201. Tell us your ideas. Maybe we'll share it on the show. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakers, Seekers. We've got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to join in, call the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Paris Hilton's son Phoenix was trolled on social media for having an abnormally large head, according to News Corp Australia. Hilton shared a series of images on Instagram of her nine-month-old son Phoenix as he went on his first trip to New York City with a caption reading, My precious angel baby Phoenix's first trip to NYC. Immediately following the post, social media users voiced their concern for the child's bulbous dome. Quote, God bless you. Please take him to the neurosurgeon ASAP. He needs a helmet soon. I'm serious. I'm a healthcare provider, one commenter wrote. Another commenter stated, quote, he really does look like he has macrocephaly. Another commenter stated that the hotel heiress should look into getting the child a shunt to, quote, drain the excess cerebral brospinal fluid. The star and her husband, entrepreneur Carter Room, welcomed the baby Phoenix in January via surrogate, revealing the happy baby news in a surprise announcement. The couple had kept the pregnancy under wraps, and their families did not even know what they were expecting. So, geez louise, down on my knees. Heavens, please, we got a big baby with a big, giant, bulbous head. Sandy Farkas, your thoughts now. Uh, obviously, my freaking thoughts immediately freaking harken all the way back uh, to the year freaking 2006 when uh, a little movie called freaking Hill Have I uh, came out, and there's a freaking character in that movie who is freaking strapped to a freaking wheelchair and whose freaking head is freaking uh, bulbous, freaking dome. His dome is so freaking bulbous that it hangs all the way and freaking drags behind him as the freaking chair freaking rolls around. 
And, mm. and, I, and, I've, and I've looked up a freaking photograph of this freaking baby, and I gotta say, not only does it look like that, but this baby also has a oddly freaking receding hairline, uh, reminiscent of uh, freaking Bruce Willis from freaking the Die Hard film. And he's having some trouble with his head right now. So, geez, Louise. Now, I'm also reminded of a couple other. I'm thinking Krang from freaking. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, giant brain. That's all he is. And then I'm also thinking of the little boy, and I don't think he lasted very long into adulthood because of his giant head from a freaking Jerry Maguire. And this was a kid. His giant head obviously affected his eyesight. He had to wear Coke bottle glasses. He had a terrible temper and attitude. And most likely from having this excessive fluid around the brain. Uh, and also, uh, and Doug, and Doug, and don't worry, I'm gonna freaking let you get to what you have to freaking say very freaking soon. But also freaking, I can't help but freaking harken back to a little boy named freaking Simon freaking Birch, uh, whose freaking skull was so freaking thick that it was literally crushing his brain from the inside of his freaking uh, freaking head. Um, I can't help but look at the the image of this freaking boy and and think all the way back to freaking Simon freaking Birch, who was not who who even though he was not a freaking bright young fellow, who was able to freaking sacrifice himself to save all the freaking bullies on a freaking drive school bus yeah now doug i um uh, i freaking relinquished my freaking time the floor is yours you look like you've had something that you wanted to say uh the entirety of the freaking segment and uh without freaking further freaking ado i'd love you to freaking go ahead and freaking take this freaking opportunity to say whatever it is that you need to say about freaking paris hilton sons phoenix uh and his freaking lot quite quite a freaking large and bulbous freaking domicile uh, if you if you if you do in fact have something that you freaking um, would like to freaking say to the Wiggers and Twiggers and the freaking Mayo Tarts um, on freaking Wayo. Uh, I didn't really have I didn't have anything to really say. Uh, you know, the only thing I could think of was um, the the people that are bullying him online. They sound like uh, like doctors. Nurses, yeah, yeah, you know, because they're using medical medical terms. Well, yeah. my, you know, that's, that's huge. That's true. I commented. People could have just said, "Like, looks like a watermelon." You commented on it. I commented on it. I said, "Looks like a giant meatball." Pop it on a bowl of spaghetti, cover it in sauce. I'll eat it up. But it got removed. I also, I also commented. I said, I said, if I if I opened up a, a freaking garden of eggs and, and there was an egg that was the shape of this boy's freaking head, I would throw it in the trash because I would think that I would crack it open and a little freaking chicken would come out of it. Yeah, fully grown. So, last week, a woman who lost her fingers in a freak accident said she is being targeted by online fetish community, according to the Mirror. Natasha Baggett, a 31-year-old mother who lost two fingers in a woodworking accident, reported that she regularly receives messages from fetish community members who she says cut off her own fingers and get sexual kicks from her horrific injury. Baggett, who has since been outfitted with robotic fingers, said comments came from amputee fetish enthusiasts who have infiltrated amputee support groups. Quote, it is absolutely terrifying that there are such sick and twisted people out there and they are harassing people with disabilities. They are not ashamed at all. They even post publicly about it and ask each other for advice on how to handle the pain after severing their own fingers, Barrett said. Barrett added, it is very sad due to the number 
number of, quote, vulnerable amputees out there who are being exploited on social media and accept money for their requests. So, this is a, this is a tricky one, Doug Jordan, and I'd like to hear your thoughts first. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's unfortunate that she's being harassed, uh, by these people. Um, that's not never really okay to do to somebody, especially one that's gone through uh, such a traumatic thing as losing her own uh, freaking fingers in a wood chipper, a woodworking accident, probably not a chipper. If it was a chipper, it probably would have freaking sucked her right in, I would assume. Um, but I mean, if these people uh, have a thing about uh, getting off to uh, losing their own freaking fingers, then, you know, they got to do what they got to do, but you know, leave this freaking poor woman alone. I knew a guy who had a fetish for having sex with wood chippers. Yeah, how did that work out for him? Never heard tale. I don't know. I imagine it was very, very good for a moment, and then probably the absolute worst thing ever. Sounds to me like he got sucked in, like you mentioned, Doug. He... And it's always the way it goes with these things. When you, you know, and I don't, and I, and I don't want to step out of line and freaking sh- and shame shame anybody. But the moment you freaking get it, you start being aroused by something like this, and you and you stick whatever it be in a freaking whichever, whether it be your freaking fingers or, or your freaking or your dangly freaking Johnson, like the man freaking Taylor freaking knew, or or even a freaking testicle or two, or or you try and freaking uh, turn your freaking buttocks towards it and put your and and dip your freaking buttocks into the freaking whichever. It seems to be that it always freaking ends with. Um, you you get completely freaking sucked in and you get freaking chipped up just like the freaking wood in which the freaking machine was supposed to you know um, devour yeah devour and, and it's just it's a freaking same yeah well I I know that a lot of people out there their first sexual experience is with a vacuum cleaner now I have a cautionary tale because obviously there's a reason for that but if the vacuum cleaner becomes at some point not enough and it can't satisfy those urges, you're going to be looking towards things like lawnmowers and wood zippers. And that is a dangerous, dangerous game to play. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, you have to imagine, you know, what are these freaking, and I don't, I don't want to freaking shame anybody, but you have to wonder what are these people freaking thinking? Why would you, why would you do that? Why would you put your penis into a freaking wood? What do you? Because the freaking vacuum. And you're telling me the freaking vacuum's not freaking cutting it. As someone who has had freaking sex with a freaking vacuum, it pretty much did the freaking job for me every freaking single time I freaking put it in there. Yeah, well, wouldn't you just get a more powerful vacuum if it wasn't cutting it? It's exactly what you freaking do, Doug. If you if you if you freaking if your freaking vacuum isn't freaking cutting it anymore, it means because the, it means because its freaking sucking power is freaking dying down, and that's freaking typical of any freaking vacuum. You freaking upgrade, you get a new freaking vacuum, and you and 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 I tell you what, you're not getting freaking sucked into a freaking wood chipper that well, way. Well, and you can get different shaped nozzles with different filament. So honestly, if you're getting bored with the vacuum, consider upgrading the vacuum. Don't move on to the lawnmower. Yeah. So. Well, geez Louise, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, we've got a quick cut to a segment. Our week's Guess the Nub. 
The banana is a healthy, nutritious, and phallic-looking vegetable that provides eaters with a variety of vitamins, minerals, and aphrodisiacal elements. But what is the little brown nub inside? When banana lovers peel a banana, one end has a black and brown or brown nub at the tip. Some people remove the nub before gestation, while others just ignore it and eat the whole thing. So. We're going to go through a roundtable panel. Doug Jordan, why don't you try describing what the nub is? What do you think that nub is? Do you want me to click the No, the don't click. Don't. Nodule? Don't click the truth nodule. No, that is in case that's. It's I put, at the end. That's it's obviously at the end. At the end. Okay, so what what nub am I describing? The freaking nub at the freaking at the bottom of the freaking banana. You peel a banana, and at the very bottom, there's a little freaking nub. I think what the freaking segment is is that we want to hear a freaking round, round table freaking discussing what we all think the freaking nub is, and then we will freaking select the freaking truth nodule and reveal aloud on the freaking radio what is the truth behind that freaking nub. Am well, I freaking correct in this? Yeah, that's exactly right. I can't. I haven't had a banana in years. Uh, what honestly. the hell are you freaking talking about? I have. I have an intolerance to bananas. Well, all right, Doug Jordan. Listen. At one end of the banana, you have the stem from which the banana dangled like a Johnson. If you were to open from that end and peel all the way down to the bottom, producing the beautiful curved shaft, you would see at the end that there is a little nodule at the tip of the opposite end from which the banana dangled. Or from the step, so not the stem, the stem, are you calling the stem part the top? Yeah. It's obviously the top. And then the brown, the whole like thing at the bottom of the banana. It's it's not like a freaking hole, Doug. It's it's a it's, it's like a freaking nodule or a freaking nub. It's a it's a little bit of it's a little it's a little bit of extra freaking banana that that it doesn't seem like anybody ever recommends that you freaking eat unless you're unless you're freaking. Uh, yeah, after the freaking... peel is completely removed. There's a nub at the end of the banana. Yeah. Right out the tip, right out of the little tip tip hole. I, and I know what I would freaking say to make you realize that you know what this freaking little nodule is, but it's, it would spoil what I believe the freaking nub to be when it comes to my freaking term to describe the freaking nub. What I mean, uh, well, now I'm curious what you're going to say, because I it's don't like really the have little freaking fruit. turd. It's like the banana's little freaking turd at the bottom of the freaking banana. Okay. You break the banana off. You, if you freaking peel the whole freaking banana, you take the freaking, you take the inner out. You take the, remove the whole thing from the peel. You're going to see a little freaking brown, freaking squishy freaking nub at the freaking bottom of it. And you're going to break that off. And go, I'm not going to freaking eat. This is a piece of shit. It's a freaking banana's little freaking turd. I can't freaking eat this. Yeah. If I, if I ate bananas, I don't think that I would eat that, honestly. That's that's not what the freaking segment is. The segment is not whether or not you'd eat the freaking little freaking banana freaking turd. It was what you thought the freaking nub was. What the freaking nodule? What what lies within the freaking bananas freaking nodule, Doug? Well, uh, I mean, it's but I'm glad to hear. But I'm banana. glad to hear that you would never freaking eat it. It's there's no way it's freaking meant to be freaking gustated upon. When you Doug. pull it out, it looks like a little booger. You got to flick it off your thumb. There's it sticks to you. Yeah. It wants to stay. You gotta put it in the freaking directly into the freaking wastebasket, Doug, because it's not meant to be freaking. It's not meant to be freaking consumed. And so we're just guessing what. It, yeah, just what guess this is. what it is, Doug Jordan. I just feel like it's you know banana. That's 
All right, good guess. Move on, Brian. I think it. I think it's a turd. I think, you think it's a turd? turd. Well, all right. I have selected the truth nodule. When you peel a banana, you might notice a black or brown speck at the end of it, and it may take you may take it off before munching away, or maybe you just ignore it and eat the whole thing. You might have thought it's just a bit of stalk of the stalk or a seed, but it turns out it's actually a flower, which the fruit or berry we've been technically told grew from. So, a couple of things here. The banana's a berry. Had no idea. And that little nub is part of the flower. Yeah, but it looks but this disgusting. Was, this was just making... This was, you know, my personal all is freaking disgusting. You know, wouldn't, I still, it doesn't mention whether or not you should freaking eat it. So, I would continue, if you're a Uyghur and a Uyghur and a Mayotard, to continue discarding this uh, freaking little nodule. Um... But the way that this freaking described it was saying that this was at the freaking top by the freaking stem, the freaking stock. So I think this is I think this article is not freaking talking about the same freaking nub that I'm freaking thinking about. Well, the freaking they, nub I'm talking about at the banana's rear. Well, I they wrote it confusingly. It's a poorly written story, even I know that. But it is at the bottom. Nevertheless, last week, Cher made headlines after sources confirmed that the 77-year-old singer's, quote, demanding sexual appetite is too much for 37-year-old boyfriend Alexander A.E. Edwards, according to Radar Online. Cher bragged about having the best sex of her life with Edwards, but insiders dished that the insatiable cougar is wearing out the young producer and impeding the couple's recording collaboration. Sources said Edwards is, quote, frustrated about how to handle this singer's sexual appetite. Quote, A.E. is frustrated and doesn't know what to do. Every time he wants to get something done in the studio, she's craving and demanding more. It's gotten to be a lot for him and, frankly, a burden for the relationship the source confirmed. A second confidant spilled that the pair's renewed passion has been torrid while adding, she's wearing him out, and that's saying something considering the age difference. So, this is an absolutely disgusting story. So, I can't imagine that this Alexander A.E. Edwards wants to be here in this situation at all, and I feel for the poor man. you think he's being held against his will? I think that he thought that a collaboration with Cougar Share would elevate his career to the next level. And he thought that one way to do that would be to enter into a sexual relationship with her. But now every time he's trying to work on the collaboration, she doesn't want to work on it. She wants to keep having sex. So he's stuck. Poor man. I mean, yeah, from the sound of it, it sounds like Cher is absolutely freaking depleting this man's freaking inner cream. And it was the freaking same cream that used to rise to the freaking top. And unfortunately now, um, it's just sort of freaking stewing at the freaking bottom. And she's taking him for everything he's got, and he's getting freaking nothing back. Yeah. It was disgusting when Bill Murray did it to the poor, that poor woman. And they're still doing it, I think. God help them both. But when they, nobody should be having sex with old people except old people. Yeah. And they maybe shouldn't even be doing it that much. Who was having sex with freaking Bill Murray? I don't remember her name. Type it into Google. But, but she was young? Young woman. I think she's in her 40s and Bill Murray, I don't know. 
late seventies. Yeah, he looks like a hundred years old. Yeah, I would if I I wouldn't have sex with Bill Murray. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I can't find anything right now. Well, whatever. Last She's forty-three. Now her I've... name is Milkshake Singer uh, Kelly. Okay. Last week, news outlets reported that Shrek Swamp was for rent on Airbnb, according to CNN, a vacation rental spot that reports to be the, quote, mud-laden, moss-covered, murky-watered swamp of the violent and terrible ogre Shrek recently listed on Airbnb. The swamp, recreated in present-day Scottish Highlands, is a faithful recreation of Shrek's actual home in Ogreland. The listing comfortably sleeps three guests and features wooden furniture, tree trunk accents, and forest surroundings. And in the true Trek style, the bathroom is located 20 meters away from the main building. The listing is only available on a special Airbnb promotion. Vacationers are invited to register interest in staying at the swamp, but only one group will be lucky enough to secure secure a two-night stay. So... Jeez, Louise, down to my knees. Sandy Vargas, please. Uh, yeah. Um, Shrek. Uh, for freaking wiggers and twiggers that don't know, freaking Shrek is a terrible freaking ogre. Um, who, um, I believe it was a freaking story. How's it? He freaking gobbles freaking children. Um, and from the freaking forest. Um, and he lives in a freaking swamp, made of freaking candy. Um, this is, sounds uh freaking great. And just in time for Halloween, as everybody knows, Shrek is a Halloween monster. And I feel like this will be a ghastly, ghoulish stay for whoever wins this special promotion. Doug Jordan? Uh, I mean, I'm just wondering what this means for the Shrek fran- franchise. Uh, will there be a Shrek 5? A lot of uh, Shrek fans have speculated over the years whether or not they would come out with that. And if they're coming out with a, an Airbnb, will Shrek 5, in fact, be a uh, live-action version of Shrek? And who will they get to play Shrek himself? Wow. That is riveting. I don't know. I mean, it would have to be voiced by Mike Michael Myers. Another monster. The, freaking, the, the freaking body of a grotesque ma- massive massively grotesque freaking beast yeah i mean there's one actor that freaking i can't help but freaking let come to freaking mind down a freaking hell yeah with the voice of freaking michael freaking meyer and the face of brendan fraser yeah but green but now if they make a live action movie how are they going to get the donkey to talk Computers. Hmm. Interesting. I'm pretty sure they could just use computers. I mean, that is interesting. Some sort of a microchip. Yeah. So it'd be like a digital. So what I think what you're saying is that it'd be like a digital. It'd be powered by like a digital microchip. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. It would have to be powered by some sort of a digital microchip. Well, here's powered. Doug Jordan, stop. Here's the thing. Some of the things that Donkey did in that movie, in those four movies, if they did with a real Donkey, they would be in a lot of trouble. Some of the sexual things that Donkey did in those movies, that's why they made it a cartoon movie. Because he has sex with a dragon? I believe, I don't remember quite exactly what it was, but it was disgusting. 
Well, he has sex with a dragon. And he believes that freaking Lord Farquaad has sex with him as well. I don't remember that part. Lord Farquaad, I don't think, is in the second one. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't come back for the third. And I definitely know he's not in Forever After. Which is the third one? No, Forever After is the fourth one. I never saw it. Never saw the movie. You should watch them. I tried to. I got there too late, and they said that the movie has started. We cannot open the doors. You are 20 minutes late. For all four movies? No, for the f- fourth one. The, well, the third one and the fourth one. I saw the first two. Rented them on, on box office DVD. So, nevertheless, last week, Burt Young, the Oscar-nominated actor who played Paulie in the Rocky franchise, died according to Deadline. He was 83 years young. Burt Young, whose career as a film tough guy won him an Academy Award nomination for his role in the boxing fairy tale Rocky, died October 8th in Los Angeles. He was 83 and no cause or location was given. His death was confirmed by his daughter, Anne Moria Steingeiser, to the New York Times. Young's resume included more than 160 films and television critics, including appearances in Chinatown, Once Upon a Time in America, The Pope of Greenwich Village. An ex-Marine and former professional boxer, Young parlayed a bulldog countenance into a long Hollywood career. His television gigs included roles in MASH, and he appeared in films like The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight and Cinderella Liberty, Back to School, and The Last Exit to Brooklyn. Is this the guy that had sex with the robot Sandy? Unfortunately, yes. This this is a this is a freaking crossing freaking blow to me. Uh, as freaking our week plant panel and member and freaking wigs and twiggers and man tards are like no, uh, freaking Bert Young was my favorite freaking actor. Yeah. And please don't freaking interrupt me. And Polly. Uh, from freaking Rocky Four, who's my favorite freaking character in any freaking movie ever. And the scene where Polly has sex with a freaking robot is my favorite freaking scene in any freaking movie freaking ever. Followed closely by the scene at the end where the freaking robot, where Rocky says, What's wrong with you, robot? And the robot reveals its freaking, its disgusting freaking babies roll out of it. On wheels with freaking the faces of freaking Polly, freaking screaming and freaking Rocky knows he has to freaking kill all of them. He says something about the world's not ready. Polly's off in the corner watching with a kind of a devilish looking sorrowful <laughs> face. He's too much of a coward to stop it, Tuck Jordan. I don't remember that part of the Rocky movies. I have always been looking for a sequel to Rocky IV. Yeah. And they never made it. Yeah, I too have been looking for a Rocky IV part two, and they never freaking made it. And I can't freaking imagine why, because this was a freaking film that was a freaking commercial freaking success, a freaking critical freaking darling, and it had all the freaking trappings of a freaking built into it for a freaking sequel and a freaking sequel never come yeah. well didn't they have a Rocky 5 yes 
Yeah. Yeah. But it it doesn't really pick up any of the freaking loose ends from freaking Rocky Four that a Rocky Four Part Two could have possibly you never even see the freaking robot ever again. I mean they never even mentioned the they never even freaking mentioned the freaking robot ever again. Yeah, when that movie ends, that piece of the tail is over. So you just wish that they had made a Rocky movie where they brought the robot back. And I think those robots, the little baby robots, did have tails. I think they got it from Papa Polly. Yeah. Sick little things. Yeah. It was a travesty what happened to those robot pups. And it's a travesty that we lost Polly forever. But not forgotten. Yeah. This is beautiful. That was freaking beautiful, what you just freaking said. God bless you. <laughs> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez, Louise. I thought that went quite well. Yeah, I, I I thought it went quite well uh, as well. Um, aside from, I think, the moment when Doug Jordan said that he, I'm pretty sure he said, I'd have sex with Bill Murray. Yeah, no, I said I wouldn't have sex with Bill Murray. Oh, you said and you also had there's sex two, with Cher. There was two more Rocky movies after after. I could be talking about. There's Rocky Five and Rocky Six, which is just called Rocky Balboa. Yeah, but there's not... that. What we were saying still stands, Doug Jordan. There's not a Rocky Four Part Two. There's no sequel to Rocky Part Four. Rocky Part Four. Rocky Part Four. Fart. Rocky Part Four. Part Two. Rocky Part Four. Fart. Duck. Fart. of our week's studios.